room, room, room. Gotta listen to Ramble, 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 room. Hi. Hi. Guess what? Chicken butt. We are watching the final An movie. An absolute slapper of a film. <laughs> the final no, movie. The final Xenon. And I've got to say, I almost hit the sequel. That's what that, I had that clicked on here. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, I had it like opened up to the sequel and then was like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, this this is the correct. Okay. okay, anyway. So we are finishing up the Xenon trilogy today with Xenon Z3. And I specifically do remember the commercials for this one because I was probably, not probably, I was. I was too young when the first and second movies came out. Actually, I feel like I remember commercials for Xenon the sequel. Yeah. But the first one for sure I was too young to remember. So um, I do remember Xenon Z3, but I don't. I feel like I never watched it because I was like, I've never seen the first two, so why would I watch the third one? Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I think this was my first time watching it. But um, so I don't really have like a story that has to do with Xenon Z3, but I do want to talk about how the there was a recent reboot announcement for the show Life with Derek. <laughs> And I've got to talk about a couple things. First of all, I only know this show because Ariana used to go on the DisneyChannelGames.com, whatever that site was. It was DisneyChannel.com. Okay, DisneyChannel.com. And they used to have all these great games. If You might remember them, whoever's listening. This Lilo and Stitch where Stitch... The stacking game? Yeah, it was like a stacking sandwich. We also had Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Which was a great game. Where you had to escape from Mr. Mosby, and like if you ran into London Tipton, she would drop jewels. Yeah, it was great. I actually loved all those games. I'm so sad that it doesn't even exist anymore, does it? I know. Nope, it doesn't. Because they used to have like the Disney... um, You could pick which... You could play games based on the shows. And they used to have the... So you could pick Hannah Montana and then play games that were related to that. And they used there was to a have Hannah Montana dress up. Sorry, it was like paper doll dress up. I was obsessed. Anyway, and they used to have like a play something like play Disney or DisneyGo.com. and it was that Disney was Go, yeah. that was for like when you were younger. And I swear they had like what did they have on there? It wasn't Oswald, but it was like PB almost like PBS style shows that were on Disney, and I don't even remember what, but it was fun. And um, Ariana used to play whatever the Living Life with Derek theme song. Game, game was. And she oh, used to, yeah. on that game, the theme song would just play over and over and over again. And I wasn't even playing the game. I was just she trying was, to learn the lyrics. Yeah, she was trying to memorize the entire theme Which, song. Okay, I do want to say, very accurate to current day Ariana, I will, if there's like a song I want to learn the lyrics to, usually it's a rap song. I will do nothing but listen to said song for... A month, if that's what it takes. <laughs> I literally learned all of Bust a Move this week. Well, okay. Well, you were you would be listening to it on a loop, and Caitlin and I would be trying to do homework in the other room, and it would be blaring through the walls of like, living like with them and them and them and them and them and Casey. I don't couldn't tell you any of those names. <laughs> that's no. all I remember. But I also and, um, it was it was like an all day thing because then yeah. it would be like I got home from it was school. annoying. I got home from school and for whatever reason I didn't do homework and um whatever reason procrastination and whatnot um but I remember like listening to it it was like three o'clock we ate dinner I went back and y'all were watching like fucking criminal minds in the other room <laughs> and I'm in the the office space going this is life with <laughs> yeah so area I have like 
a distinct memory of that, but never watched a show. And then, you know, Can I recently, tell you a secret? What? I never watched a show either. Oh. Well, recently, we, you know, watched different things and and realized that Life with Derek was really fucking weird and that, like, the step-siblings were... It's as if they were wanting you to ship the step-siblings. It was like, what is this, the Brady Bunch movie where it's, like, Marsha yeah. and... Uh, What's the kid's name? George? Greg. Greg. Where Marsha and Greg are supposed to, like, have a thing for each other. And it was weird. And it's, like, a weird thing to just put in general, but also weird for Disney Channel to have a show where they're, like, the stepbrother and stepsister are in love. In love? (laughs) Question mark, question mark, question mark. So then when when I saw this Instagram post, I think it was just this week, where, like... The girl who played Casey announced that they were doing like a reboot. And it's like, come see what Derek and Casey have been up to for the last 15 years. And it's like, I don't know if I want to (laughs) know. What the fuck have you been up to? Well, all of like the comments were like, we know what they were up to. (laughs) We know exactly what's been going on. (laughs) Well, and even like the pictures were like the two of them laying in a bed together. And then there was one picture of Derek kissing her cheek. I know. And I was like, why do you look like a couple? What is happening? Are you a couple in real life? Um, All right, here's my... Are you ready for the Z3 one-sentence pitch? Yeah, I am. It's up to Xenon and her friends when moon goddess Selena threatens Earth. Wow. It sells itself, really. This movie has um, Jordan from Holiday in the Sun in it. Which was kind of (laughs) iconic going from going to the mat to this. Yeah. Because going to the mat has... What is his name? (laughs) Billy Aaron Brown. No, but what's his name in that in Holiday in the Sun? I think his name is Scott. Scott from Holiday in the Sun. To then watching this movie d- or directly after and seeing yeah. Jordan from Holiday in the Sun, I was like, "All right, what's going on?" Also, gonna tell you guys right now, <laughs> we watched the first <coughs> 10, 15 minutes of this and then stopped paying attention. Yeah, I'm not entirely certain what this movie was about. It was kind of like Woodstock, but on the moon. It pissed me off because they have a different protozoa. And after I found that out, I stopped paying attention. Yeah, that's right. They got rid of the uh, original protozoa. They got rid of the original protozoa, but brought back Raven Simone for like weird cameos. Yeah, she she was only on there for like one scene, and it was Two. a green screen. Oh, well, she was a green screen the entire time and pretending to be like on an island somewhere. And it was like, I just don't, know. don't have her in it. It was interesting. They um, must have, she must have had like something contractually with uh, Disney Channel. The actor who plays Jordan slash Sage in this movie, um, his name is Ben Easter. Just so Solid everyone name. knows. So um, we also this movie has terrible green screen, terrible CGI. But it always has. <laughs> just, I know, but somehow it got worse. I think they tried to use more of it in the later yeah, ones, they did. and it's just. So, like, Xenon's learning how to drive her pod ship, whatever. Because now pod racing is a thing. Because I said to Ariana, I think this is, like, it's definitely around the time. It's around the time when all of the Star Wars prequels were coming out. Mm-hmm. And um, pod racing was all the rage in the early aughts. I like that <laughs> so. you put um, air quotes around prequels. Yeah. But they can't see that. I know. Unless you do this. I was... There you go. There's air quotes for you. That's the sound of an air quote. It's just nails against a microphone. It's two nails. Anyway, so so Xenon's learning how to drive with Captain What's-His-Face, Captain Grubbly Plank. Captain East. <laughs> and, Captain West. And um, 
she like she ends up getting her license like her test Barely. is approved which even is much though, like my driver's license yeah even though she's terrible like she ends up landing on earth safely and so she passes so now like she margie and like we said margie is actually she stays a good character you know she didn't yeah. revert back to her bullying ways yeah like <laughs> so, Sharpay. yeah it's not like Sharpay. so um then uh she gets her pod raising license Cassiopeia gets her pod racing license. Is that her name? Yeah, but they call her Cassie for short. That's cute. And then, um, and again, she's she's a different actress than the one in the sequel. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, yeah, she gets her license, and then I think there's a whole plan of, like, there's going to be this pod race at the giant event Moonstock, which is going to take place on the moon. Right? Yeah. And um, and Moonstock is not Woodstock, Mel. Moonstock is a competition. I know, but I'm saying they're they're wording it as Moonstock after Woodstock. I'm not saying in this actual universe they are. I'm saying the writers of this movie were like, we'll call it Moonstock because it's like a big festival and Protozoa is supposed to be there. Well, Protozoa is not. So Protozoa is actually fading out. Like, nobody likes him. And I'm convinced it's because it's a different actor. <laughs> like, if it was the same actor, nobody would have blinked an eye. Yeah. They would have been like, oh, my gosh, Protozoa's here. I yeah, think, that's true. I think it's conspiracy. So We need a Z4 to explain it. Yeah. So then we meet Sage Borealis, who is um, Judden from Holiday in the Sun. And he's like saying something what to Xenon. He's saying something to Xenon like, uh, I don't want you guys to go on the moon. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you guys aren't supposed to go on the moon. He's doing it from like a safety of the moon standpoint. Yeah. He's but like the moon wasn't supposed to be inhabited. Sure. But he's also doing it like, a, I don't want to look up at the moon and see McDonald's arches. He says that to, I don't think that's his main reasoning though. <laughs> I think he says that to Xenon because he's like, imagine if you're on a, like, a very nice date and you look up at the moon and there's a Bigby sign that you see. That was... He was trying to get her to like put a stop to it because for whatever reason, Xenon has power. Okay, but what I don't get is you can't inhabit the moon because there is no gravity over there. So even if there was a Bigby sign, it'd be floating off into space, wouldn't it? There's not enough atmosphere Mel, to keep it down. this movie doesn't make sense. I know it doesn't, but there's not enough atmosphere to keep it down. So, whatever. Also, oh, that was why we weren't paying attention. Because we were looking up, Melissa was looking up. Oh, I was yeah. asking her questions about, like, space. About space. So, we were just looking up, like, facts about, or, like, how long would it take Saturn, to get to Mars from Mars here? And, yeah. Yeah, so, we really weren't paying attention. But, um, so, we had the, a nice science lesson. We talked about the Challenger. Was it really sad? <laughs> yeah, it got dark. So... The commander and Xenon's aunt, as you know, got married. And Xenon's aunt is a completely different actress, I'm pretty sure. Again. And um, they ended up adopting this uh, girl. Foster girl. And her name is Dasha. Or Dasha. They call her both. They so call her both. It's really a toss-up. But she's dressed exactly like Xenon. And her outfit, like, basically she's just a Xenon clone, just younger. So she's kind of like her little sister now. And... Who is the guy, the other guy that they try to make it seem like Zedon's going to end up name. with? I don't remember his name, but he's part of the competition. I think his name is Bronley. It looks like it's Bronley. So Bronley is like another guy on the pod racing team. 
And um, they try to make it seem like Xenon and him are going to have a thing. They try to make it seem like there's a love triangle between Sage. Jordan and Bronley. <laughs> His name is Sage. I will never call him that. Okay, fine. Ariana's going to call him Jordan. I'm going to call him Sage. <laughs> I mean, you could just call him Jordan, too, and solve all of our problems. But, <laughs> but his name in this movie is Sage. But he's Jordan. Okay, fine. We'll call him Jordan. So, I want Jordan. I want Jordan. So, um, Margie... Then we get that scene where they're at like a party and um, Sage, sorry, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan's like, I don't want a big bee on the moon. I don't and want a like, <laughs> on the moon. And Xenon's like, what the fuck are you talking about, Jordan? And then he leaves and then Bronley comes up and says something stupid. <laughs> then we get all these useless scenes with Protozoa where he's talking to a drone and he's like, oh, no, this isn't going to be the end of me. Which the drone is CGI. And Protozoa, the guy who's playing Protozoa, because I'm not going to call he's not my pro, Protozoa. <laughs> not my Protozoa. The guy who's playing Protozoa never looks at the CGI thing. They CGI'd it so terribly. Yeah. I wanted to explode. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you you guys remember my, my issue with the CGI bird, okay? <laughs> and the CGI whale, okay? This whole movie is CGI, so can you imagine... The stress I was under while watching this. No wonder she wanted That's me to why look up facts about space. I did not pay attention and I told Mel, so how long would it take to get to Neptune? Anyway. So yeah, so I was like, let's look up how far away Venus is because I don't really want to watch this. Right. So Xenon also wants to beat Bronley at the, the pod racing. So they kind of have like this rivalry going on and they're trying to make it seem like, oh, it's enemies to lovers kind of story. But it's not. It's just enemies to, you're an an idiot. We're not friends. Strangers to friends. So, Sage, okay, yeah, apparently Sage is just continuously fighting to keep the moon from being colonized. He's disguising himself so he can get on the ship. And honestly, I'm all for anti-colonization, reparations all around. So, I guess I agree with Jordan. (laughs) All right. Um, I but, do too. I mean, I don't, but I don't care about this movie. Yeah. So then at this party, Dash ends up sneaking out of the house and she's wearing like the same outfit that Xenon wears in the first movie. Dash away, dash away, dash away all. <laughs> Christmas, baby. And then um, Xenon ends up covering for her. Yeah. She basically says that it was her fault and she thought it would be fun for Dasha. Dasha. Yeah. Dusha. And then she ends up, yeah, she takes her back home, covers for her, and then they both go to sleep. And I honestly don't remember. Oh, something happens where the parents are trying to, like, they end up adopting a puppy, and then they're questioning whether they should have adopted the puppy. But Dasha sneaks from behind the wall and thinks they're talking about her. Listen, always check the stairs, and always, if you're in a kitchen that's got a half wall, check behind the half wall. (laughs) There is always someone listening, people. Just stop talking. Though they were talking about a dog, so that's kind of Dasha's fault for believing well, it. Well, and then Dasha didn't stay long enough to see that it was a dog or hear yeah. them call it a dog. Also, I will say, Dash is a moron. Because they said, but look, but her big brown eyes. Yeah. Dasha has blue eyes. <laughs> so I don't know why she thought they were talking about her. Because, did they just? does she just think that they don't pay attention to her eye color? She's an idiot. Whatever. I would get rid of her. I'm just kidding. You know what's hilarious is I'm looking through this plot synopsis and it's so short because 
there's this so movie many has nothing yeah there's so many pointless scenes in this movie um this is gonna be a short one folks yeah it really is because we don't have much to add on here so the whole idea is that there is a moon guardian and her name is Celine. she's the goddess Celine, and um she's supposed to be protecting the moon I don't know. This says Selene. That thing that says Selena. Well, maybe it's Selena and this is just a typo. But, um, yeah, uh, Jordan is in some weird disguise, uh, <laughs> like sneaking into Moonstock to try and stop everyone from going on the moon. And uh, then the pod racing begins and they're racing up to the moon. And somewhere along the way, this is where I got confused with the movie, was... <coughs> Yeah, exactly. Was Xenon, I couldn't tell if she was having dreams and the moon goddess was visiting her in her dreams, or if she was actually constantly going and landing on the moon and standing on there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know those weird scenes where she's talking to Selena? She's like having dreams. It's a wild time. And like Selena's talking to her through her sleep, like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. But then Selena ends up like threatening to destroy the earth if they don't give the fuck off her moon. Which, same. (laughs) So, then, like, they're all in a mad dash to... A mad (laughs) dasha. A mad dasha to uh, get everyone now off the moon. Hi, I'm Trudy. And my name is Joseph Trudy, but you can just call me Dirty, and you're listening to QBC, HSN, NBC, ABC, Dev Jam. Okay. So the product that I have today, Drudy, you've never fucking heard of before. Lay it on me. I don't want to lay anything on you. Oh, for the living God, it is just a saying, okay? Okay. Well, I'm just making sure there's not any mixed signals between us. No sexual innuendos, no euphemisms, no double entendres. You get what I'm saying? You're picking up what I'm laying down? Yes. Okay, perfect. So the product that we're selling today is called a hatchet. A ratchet hatchet. What? A ratchet hatchet. Yeah, a ratchet hatchet. The hatchet, um, it's used to chop things. Nice, wonderful. Not that I have experience in doing anything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, you can, like, uh, chop a bunch of weeds, or if there's, like, a really hard root at the bottom of your fucking asshole, you could uh, chop... <laughs> chop <laughs> At the root of your... You're the weirdest human being. You could chop that up with a hatchet. Um, If there's, like... Yeah, if there's, like, a really bad root in your in your yard, you could do, use the hatchet to hack that up and pull it out of the fucking ground and ruin Mother Nature, you know? You could do that. If you wanted to, if you felt like it. Okay. Now, what else you can use for a hatchet? You could hatch up a watermelon if you wanted to. You could hatch up... Now you're talking about my watermelon of a dome, huh? You just love to bring up my insecurities. Drudy, I was using the universal you. And and I was using the universal watermelon. (laughs) So I don't know why you're taking this out on yourself, uh... I literally have not even looked you in the eye this entire time because I didn't want you thinking I was talking to you directly because I know how offended you get about that stuff. So I don't know what you want me to do. You want me to look you directly in the eye when I say stuff now? No. Then shut the fuck up. So do you know what else you could use a hatchet for? What? Tell me. Tell me what. You could use a hatchet to cut up a grape. Oh, now you've gone. (laughs) I've gone too far with what? 
I said you could use it to chop up a grape. You know, if you're out of knives or you don't have a nice knife set, which, like I do, I always sharpen my knives to keep them up to date. But if you don't do that, a hatchet, it pretty much never goes dull. Pretty sure. Pretty sure you don't have to keep that sharpened up. That's incorrect. It will just always chop things that for you. That is so wrong. You might as well just have a hatchet in your kitchen you instead of fucking so nice You are so incorrect. Set. That's so wrong. No, that's not true. How do you know? Have you done your research? Yes. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. Give me a .org or .gov or .edu website. Go. Go. Now. Hatchets. Exactly. Hatchets. Hatchets. org. That is not a real website. I just looked it up on my iPhone. Oh, you you looked it up in that span of time. You look it up that quickly. Yeah, You're and so you full re- of shit. And you researched that quickly, Drudy? I looked. You're not the only one who gets emails from Janae. I don't want to talk about Janae right now. We already have discussed that there are some serious issues going on with the cleaning of the bathroom. Now, she did do you want again. to know how much this hatchet is for, going for? She cleaned, she cleaned the kitchen. She what? She cleaned the kitchen last week. I didn't even know we had a kitchen. Well, I mean, it's, it's more of a kitchenette. It's not really a kitchen. What, wait, what is the... It's a little this? fridge, and then they got the counter and the sink. Oh, I and just... And then in the counters, there's the trash. I just called that, that my cleaning station. Oh, no, Trudy, listen to me. In the counter is the trash. Exactly, that's my cleaning station. It doesn't need to be cleaned because it's my cleaning station, but not a kitchenette. Janae... Just because there's a fridge it. in there doesn't mean you should be eating out of it. Janae cleaned it. Well, thank God, because there was probably still some evidence in there. Alleged evidence. Now, do you want to know how much the hatchet's going for? Yes. It is $850,000. That's nice. That's per good. each. Yeah, and it, I mean, nice. it's forever sharp. You don't have to dull. It never dulls. You don't have to sharpen it. Yeah, I like that a lot. <clears throat> really? Good, I'm going to plan on using it on you later. I just don't appreciate how you've been targeting me, attacking me this entire time. I'm not attacking you. It feels like you are. I'm not attacking you. You're the one who is attacking me. Hey, whatever happened to Phil? I believe Janet got rid of the rest of it. Oh, that. Allegedly. Right, allegedly. Okay. Well, thank God Janet's here. Honestly, maybe we should be thankful she's cleaning up our messes for us. Well, back to the podcast. So, guys, this movie is so bad that we had to take a full evening break. This is day two of recording this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we did. We took a break in between Judy and Trudy. And now we're back. Because <laughs> one, sim- one simply could not. <laughs> I don't know where to go with the rest of this movie. So, uh, yeah, they the all get to the... goddess? They all get to the moon. The moon goddess, I, I'm still not sure. I mean, I think Selena, like, visits her in her she, dreams. She but, like, keeps visiting her in her dreams, but then... Doesn't she meet her physically Xenon, in person? Yeah, somehow Xenon ends up outside of the space base. Yeah, because she's, like, on the moon, and she's actually. talking to her, and... Selena's like, I'm going to fucking blow this place up if you don't leave. Yeah. And then Selene, or Selena, I don't even remember. She starts using her, like, moon goddess powers and, like, making people weak in the knees. There's also a competition happening at this Woodstock. And there's, but, like, cheating going on. There's a lot. Yeah. We we <laughs> kind of skipped over that part because it's genuinely not important. Yeah. Something having to do with, like, the, the Moonstock founder or the guy who's running things. 
he's like the bad guy. Yeah. But yeah, the the goddess, the moon goddess Selena, she like controls people with her pinky, right? It's really, yeah, she it's like wiggles weird. her pinky. It's really weird. She does. Yeah, she doesn't even do like a kung fu panda type of thing, like the wushu. Is it the wushu finger? <laughs> what is that thing? Uh, Where he yeah, just yeah, yeah. puts the pinky down. And then he goes, skadoosh. Yeah, hers is just wiggling her pinky. <laughs> yeah, it's way. really weird. So, yeah, she's kind of like able to use the force, I guess. Again, this movie was definitely copying Star Wars. I'm not sure what their goal was. Yeah. Either way, Xenon's also, like, there's we a gotta lot of, get out of here. There's a lot of random, um, like this whole movie doesn't have one plot line. It has a lot of random little plot lines. Yeah. So there's the competition. There's Protozoa yeah. feeling like he... Um, it's a has-been. Yeah, is a washed-up has-been. There's the guy who's trying to save the moon. There's this moon goddess. There's the foster child. There's yeah. so much going on, That's and none right. of it is interesting. Because Dasha ends oh, up... Oh, and there's Nebula on the beach. Yeah, but I I honestly don't know what, what that is with Nebula, because she just keeps like FaceTiming her and getting, I don't know, checked checking in with her <laughs> it yeah. it forwards the plot in no way but dasha for some reason dash ends up joining xenon outside of the space station mm-hmm. she's like trying to help her and when after she encounters selena they try to go back into the space station but they're locked out and it's the worst cgi space station i've ever seen yeah and they're like we're out of oxygen and magically sage uh borealis jordan. is there yeah sorry jordan is there to save them He's like, hey, I saw you guys out there. Just thought you'd need to be back in here. And then they start. And then at this point, when we're like 30 minutes left of the movie, less than 30 minutes left yeah. of the movie, they're like, you guys should ship Jordan and Xenon. Yeah. They're like, and you see all that chemistry we've been building up the whole movie? And it's like, no, I don't actually. Very lost. She's actually been hanging out with Dasha the entire time. And she's like, has a new little sister. I don't know why you yeah. think I'm supposed to want Sage and her together. Anyway, so... <laughs> So, uh, Xenon says to Sage, you were right. We've got to get everyone off the moon. Because <laughs> Selena's going to fucking blow it up. So, they try to basically, they try to team up to at first evacuate everyone um, and get them away from, it. they call it the moon dome, which is what everyone's kind of staying in during this Moonstock festival. So, they're trying to get everyone out of there. And then... I believe they're also trying to remove the entire station, that entire dome, to get it off of the moon to keep everyone safe so that she doesn't end up blowing the entire moon up. So they go through this whole process of, like, tying people down to things so that they can try and, like, get the moon dome off of there, and it's too heavy. And at some point, like, Commander Plank and the ant come by, and they haven't been in the movie the entire time. (laughs) And they're like, we can help! And then... (laughs) It's like, no, you can't. It's like, I, I don't understand. At some point, Bronley, the guy that um, we don't like, like, he ends up making up with everyone else. Like, like Ariana said, there was a whole, like, cheating scandal for the mood pod racing thing. And I still don't understand what happened. They were, nope. like, accusing Xenon of cheating, but end up being head of the Moonstock Festival is the evil guy who, like... Made it seem like Xenon was cheating, but she wasn't actually. Yeah. I'm not sure. He was doing, like, some weird psychological game on them. It was really stupid and pointless. And uh, then they all forgive each other. And um, Margie and Cassie, they're all like, okay, let's do this. So, yeah, they're doing that whole thing, trying to get the moon dome off of the moon. And then, like, 
for some reason, what I don't get is why is the goddess, the moon goddess Selena, she's like trying to sabotage them. Even though they're yeah. like, yeah, we're getting off of your moon like you want us to. But she's still trying to sabotage them and slow them I think, down. I think maybe she was bored. <laughs> I think she wanted to destroy them. And so then when they were so quick to, I don't know, listen, we stopped paying attention. Like we said, we were looking up facts about Saturn. So, yeah. Well, they get, they're able to get the dome off of the space station itself. And it's, you know, drifting off into space to be swallowed by a black hole. But um, Selena ends up destroying the rest of the base anyways. So everyone has to return to Earth. All of the wild weather and chaos that was raining all over the moon has come to peace because everyone's off of it now. But now they're back on Earth. And I don't think they can really go back to that space station right now, can they? I have no idea. Nor do I, did I, do I care. Well, if they can or can't. The, the the end of the movie is Protozoa teaming up with another band that was supposed to be headlining the Moonstock yeah. Festival called, apparently their band's name is Cosmic Blush, which is kind of a cool name. Better than the Zeta Bites. Yeah. <laughs> Loretta and the Zeta Bites. So they do, you know, another song. It's not nearly as good as uh, Zoom, 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 Boom, 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 Supernova Girl. Boom, boom. But, you know, they do their best. This... This is where I got confused because I'm looking at the synopsis of this movie and I thought it just ended on this happy note of them like it, I thought the it concert, right? Yeah. That's what it was looked like to me. And this synopsis, this is what it says. There is a new colony on the planet Mars. Will Mars be angered? And that's how the plot synopsis ends. Was there an after credit scene that we missed? There must have been. I I just don't understand. <clears throat> Because it's saying, like, there's a guardian of the planet Mars as well. Like, how there's a guardian of the moon. So there's a guardian of each planet. And if you fuck with the planet, the guardian's going to, like, blow up the planet. I guess so. So, (laughs) listen. How is that protecting the planet, though? I have no idea. (laughs) Anyway. I I also, I I don't remember that at all. So there had to have been, like, an extra scene at the end or something. There had to have been. That's just a weird way to end the synopsis. And I'm not going back to see if there's an after credit scene. Absolutely not. Um, what is your moral of the story? My moral of the story? Actually, yeah. Um, the moral of this story is actually pretty good because it's an anti-colonization story. Hmm. Uh, don't inhabit lands that aren't yours and try to take ownership for them. And and basically, um, fuck colonization. Make reparations. That, that's it. That's my moral of the story. My moral of the story is don't... Watch this movie. That's it. That's all I Because you're going to be really confused, especially with that Mars storyline that yeah. they're like setting up for Xenon Z4, which, which never happened. And watch, it's going to happen. Well. Now that Life with Derek is being rebooted, they're like, oh, I guess we can finally go for that Z4 movie. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Xenon's got like Four. eight children. <laughs> She's in her 40s now. <laughs> She's married to Protozoa. Yeah, she married Protozoa. Ew. All right, guys. All right. Bye. Wrapped up in my fear. Only you see right through. Make it seem 